Support Our Sinclair and listen ad-free. Go to patreon.com slash Our Sinclair. Our Sinclair is also brought to you by the Div MMC Future from thefuturewas8bit.com. Quit waiting on tapes and fooling around with WAV files and load your games instantly with the Div MMC Future, a jumperless, switchless SD storage solution for all ZX Spectrums, from the 16K all the way to the plus three. Get yours today at thefuturewas8bit.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Our Sinclair. I'm John. I'm Aaron. And today, Aaron, we're going to be talking about Combat School. Ooh. This is an army simulator. <laughs> this is all it was. This is it, eh? <laughs> you know, there comes a time in every young man's life yeah. when he gives serious thought to joining the armed forces. Not this young man. Really? <laughs> so you never. there was never a time for you um, when you were a kid and you were like, man, maybe one day, maybe I'll... I'll, I'll hitch up with Uncle Sam. No, I don't think I ever really considered it, uh, to be honest with you. Um, I had a number of things standing against me when it comes to service. Was it that you always wore a coat? No, it's cowardice. It would be my biggest thing standing against me. Hey, that was mine, too. And all laziness. Yep, yep. Um, inabil- inability to stay within the realm of a rule set. Yep. Uh, difficulty working with others in close quarters. Sort of, sort of a, 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 a uncomfortable being around firearms. Rampant exercise. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. all those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, lack of bravery. Mm-hmm. You yes, know? yes. It sort of rolls into the cowardice part. It's a shame that I didn't play combat school as I was going through because I think that this game could have cured me of all those things. No, it would not have cured me, and I'll tell you why. Because this would have convinced me there was no conceivable way I could ever make <laughs> make it through combat training. You know, my buddy at work is a, uh, a retired Air Force. All right, so he's and he actually started in the Army, and then tra- so he went through boot camp twice. Oh my gosh! You know, and uh, uh, him, I'll buy it. Tough, stocky little, you know, steely-eyed killer. Mm-hmm. Me, no. But I mean, and I've heard all the stories, and I've had plenty of friends that went in the military. And uh, before we get too far, I have the utmost, and this isn't some kind of crap you say, like as I was in a comment, I have the utmost respect for anyone that is involved in any sort of military endeavor. They're brave. Uh, it's a difficult task. It's uncomfortable. It's dangerous. I agree with you 100%. And, uh, you know, uh, my grandpa was a, uh, a double Purple Heart winner, prisoner of war in WW2, a real man's man. You know, those guys don't come around every day, you know, and so... Uh, with all that said, I'm not those men. <laughs> I knew my limitations if early there, on. If, if there's danger, I'm the one that's running away from the danger. The military guys are the ones that are running towards it. That's me. right. Yeah. You know, and I mean, that's the reason why they get all the accolades and stuff. They really do deserve it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they really do. Uh, but, no, I never considered going in. Now, I had lots of friends that go in. Some made it through, and some got booted. You know, I had uh, two of my friends got Section 8 out of there. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it didn't go too good. One was in the uh, Marines. No, two in the Marines, one in the, in the Navy, I believe what it was. Uh, it's, I think you could describe your whole circle of friends as really one big Section 8. <laughs> Thank you, good friend of mine, Boat. The king. I don't deny it. I don't deny it. <laughs> now, you, what about you? You've never considered actually going in? Uh, I'm no, surprised. I, well, you, you've seen my feet. 
My feet immediately disqualify. You say that, but it's funny. I never really paid any attention to your feet until just shortly ago. Yeah. Uh, you do have kind of, uh, they're kind of big extremely, and kind of weirdly. Extremely flat feet. Yeah, you know, that kept my feet. dad out. Did it, what? Did yeah. It? Yeah. Uh, my also, his eyesight, and his, he had polio. Those oh, are all in fact. Ooh, yeah. yeah. My father was the first person, I believe, in like six or seven generations. I think that, yeah, it was a long, a long haul. He was the first one that was not in the military, and it was because he's he's basically blind in one eye. Well, yeah. So, yeah, that's that'll do it. So. But uh, you know, he grew up much like your father in the in the in the age of Vietnam, and so it's possible that if he would have gone in, he wouldn't have come out. Yeah, so. yeah. Now let me ask you this: Let's say you have to go in, right? Okay. Which branch do you see yourself being uh, in? And don't and and pick it because that's the cool branch. Not because you hear they're easy or whatever. Just which one do you think you would be most uh, would do your best well, work? Well, I'll, I'll tell you. I think you know because I have thought about this, especially because as as we've talked about before off air, Eep uh, went through a period of wanting to join the the, the military. That's right. We were just talking about it today at work. Yeah, my buddy asked if she ever joined. Yeah, she decided uh, that. Well, uh, there were many factors, but anyway, um, I could see myself as one of these people on you know, on the submarine. I think that I, I could I could do a sub type job. It, it, of course, you know those guys get paid the big bucks because you are under the sea for six months at a time. Yeah. Um, but it involves you not having to move around a whole lot. Yeah. Not having to run run a lot. Uh, it involves you looking at a computer screen. I'm good at that. I'm good at looking at computer screens. Uh, unfortunately, it involves you having to like be around and be able to be uh, like cordial with groups of people in close quarters for a long period of time. You know that cordiality is not often my my greatest asset. You know, it's, I'm so happy you said Navy because uh, one of my uh, co-workers uh, in uh, BA is a what, former BA? breath alcohol. Oh, okay. Is a former. Uh, underwater, steely-eyed, killer of the deep. Really? Submarine, nuclear sub technician, top shelf level. Wow. This guy was a top tier nuclear, nuclear. See, that's why another reason I didn't go in. <laughs> nuclear. He was a top level nuclear uh, sub guy. Big time guy. Technician. He fixed nuclear stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Why he's with us, we've still not yet determined this. And he is a He's an unusual, demeanored fellow, this guy. Uh, someone else that served on a sub, you, one of your favorite people. Who do you think I know that served on a sub? Well, I don't know him. Oh, uh, Rich? No. Big Head? No, 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 no. Pat? Shane. Shane. R. Monroe. R. Monroe, wow. He was another guy that served, and he has, if you go and listen to uh, Pastor Seat Radio, or some of the old retro gaming radio, he goes into his time on subs. And goes into de- vivid detail about how they get rid of their garbage and their waste mm-hmm. and what it's like to live down there. And he did a lot of playing video games down there. You know, well, you know that was one of the things. Do you remember when the Xbox One, the the idea of the Xbox One was bandied about, and there was the controversy about you'd always have to have an internet connection. And one of the things that was always brought up was there were all these guys that would be deployed in these areas with no internet, including yeah. you know on subs where, and they wouldn't be able to play. Yeah. So yeah. it's funny you mentioned that. He he, I know you uh, have, don't really get into his stuff, but if you go back and listen to some of his pasture seat radios or retrievers, go back and listen to the stuff that happens on these subs. It is unbelievable. You'll have to link me up because I, I am interested in the hearing stories that. about stuff like cross dress uh, shows. 
porn swapping, and all this other crazy stuff that happens. You you would never hear about this anywhere else. Yeah. So I, I strongly recommend you check him out. Okay. okay. That does not happen in combat school. No. <laughs> No. When you graduate combat school, straight into the cross-dress pageantry. That's where you <laughs> that go. That doesn't happen. Let's get into it, Boatster. What do you think? Let's talk about it. So, before we get into the, uh, the ZX verse, let's talk a little bit about the, you know I me, mean? I like to go way back mm-hmm. and talk about the arcade version of this. Right. Now, right out of the gate, it's something I didn't know. Like, I always knew this game as Combat School, okay? Is there another name for it? Yeah. It, ever, on Wiki and a couple other places I read, and also our list of video games, in North America, Combat School was released as Boot Camp. Are you I serious? I have never seen a Boot Camp machine. Have well, you? have you seen a Combat School machine? Uh, I think I have. I've only I'm pretty sure game. Brent has your, seen your one. Your brother introduced me to this game. I, oh, yeah. I've this never is, seen it before. The Brent is a big fan of this one. In fact, on our Button Masher show, I, when he didn't pick this, I was stunned. Mm. What a successful show that was, mm. by the way. Almost as big as the Black and White show. It was bigger than that, but not by much. So, uh, this game, of course, released by Konami. The ever We've mentioned Konami a million times. They were wheeling a deal on the Specky. Yeah, they were. Uh, this came out, Boat. April 2nd, they didn't want to release on April 1st for the obvious reasons. No one would believe it. Mm -hmm. April 2nd, 1987, uh, and this came out in the old Zilog Z80 CPU uh, in the arcade. Um, You know, I wrote this down just because I thought it was interesting. Uh, Konami uh, had upped, I guess, I don't know, up to current day, had released 432 different arcade machines in the Klov database. Which I, and I'll listen. Here's some other stuff that was out around when this was out. Okay, I thought this might be interesting. You've got, and see how many of these you remember. Ajax, uh, Batlantis. I like that one. I like Ajax. That's a, that's a cleaning chemical. <laughs> yeah. Black Panther, Blades of Steel. I know that game. That's the one I know. Blades uh, of Steel. Sonic Le Mans 24, Wiz Quiz, uh, Top Gunner, which that one's another one I know, and... Uh, Tokshu Butai Jackal, which I think is Jackal, I think, if mm. you ever played Jackal. No, that is and a Top Gunner, game, so. Top J- Gunner and Jackal are maybe the same game. They're very similar. I know that. So, uh, this came out in 87, and you uh, pick one of uh, two uh, Joes or Grunts, Dog Faces, up-and-coming soldiers. I'm going to call you Dog Meat. D- d- don't. Don't do that. As you go through uh, seven stages of boot camp training, old school training. This is old school. So let's get into the, let's get into the events on this thing, and then we'll talk about how well they pulled them off on the uh, on the uh, ZX. And by the way, I should mention this also got released uh, for the C sixty four, the Amstrad, and DOS. And get this: here's a little tidbit, side tidbit. This was announced for the Amiga, but apparently never released or even completed. Really? I'm not sure it was started. Yeah. So I'm surprised that this did not get because this 87, that's right in the Amiga's wheelhouse. And the Amiga could have done this game pretty well. Absolutely. I think. So, Absolutely. And and you and the uh, I don't know what they were doing. Who knows? Yeah, because when you think about it, other games from this time period, Blades of Steel got a release, Double Dribble got a release. So yeah. weird. Um so Let's talk about it. And we both love these games where there are events. Mm-hmm. You know, we're big fans. Games, games, games. Yeah. So, what you have here, uh, you've got on, in the arcade, which again, I've never played this in the arcade. The control panel consisted of a trackball, you heard me, and two buttons. Okay. okay. I can see that. Uh, you play one of two guys, uh, Nick or J- Joe. Or Joe, mm-hmm. right? Nick 
has a uh, brown hair, an orange shirt, and Joe is blonde with a blue shirt. Right. A lot of orange shirts in boot camp. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. And, uh, and, and like some teal. Is the, orange is the new black. Peach. You know, it, they're very... <laughs> They really let you go crazy with the color palette. And also, you kept all your hair. I've seen that in Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> man, I love that movie, at least the first part. So, let's talk about the first event. It's in the game of the obstacle course. I'd like to refer to it as, please kill me now, sweet God, no. Please help me. Please, sweet Lord, give me strength. Because this event separated the Aaron from the game right here instantly. Uh so what you do is you pick your guy. You can have one or two guys, all right? And some of this game is hot seat, some of it ain't, okay? So you pick one or two guys, and you go through the obstacle course. So Bo, explain the obstacle course to everyone. So the obstacle course is uh, you are, imagine track and field, if you've played track and field. Yeah. Um, you, you're running along a set, a set path, and there are walls of various heights. Yep. Some walls you can hurl over. Some walls require you to leap on the side and sort of clamber over. Yeah, which they automatically sort of do. Right. Yeah. Um, what makes this game different than track and field is the waggle mechanic works much differently. Yeah, you have um, to actually waggle all four directions. Right, which they did never make clear in the instructions. Yeah. And the way that the keys are laid out, if you're trying to play this on the keyboard which of the I spectrum, did. you will never, ever, ever do it right. Which I never did. Yeah. I never you have I'll... a better chance of running a 30-second uh, a mile playing Quop yeah. than you do mastering this on the, the Specky keyboard. Yeah. Um, also, we should mention there are monkey bars at the end after you go over the wall. Right, right. Yeah. Um, the way that I, I actually did beat this first okay, level. Okay, okay. I want to know how. What I did was I actually had I, I used the joystick. Okay. Okay, okay that's step one. Yeah, and I turned the joystick backwards. So the 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 uh, the cable faced me. I had to use my, I'm more of a right arm waggler. I don't know if that's TMI. No, that's but, I. I um, you're and, a righty, and and so um, you know I, I could I could I could get it I could get it done with this arm, Man. and then and, and then I could do it. Okay. <laughs> Man, that is TMI. Now, if you hadn't said that, I've been fine. So, you know, I, it, it's when I read that this had a track ball. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know how this would work with a track ball, but I can tell you one thing: it's going to work better than with the joystick right away yeah. because. The joystick, and I can tell you right now, both work better than the keyboard. I tried, listen, I've tried every... Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Were you able to successfully remap the buttons with the keyboard? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. How did you do it? Because I, you know, I, I hit redefine. I typed in the things. Was Is there like something you have to do on the main title screen? No. No, it worked. It worked perfectly. Here's the problem. You try to define those keys in a way that's going to make you successful. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Listen, I'm a good typist, mm-hmm. but there's this is going to take a Brent level idiot that can sit there and bang on that thing like a like a Congo drummer on crack. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to go, go crazy on those things. I didn't have it, and I can full disclosure. Your boy never got off the obstacle course. Mm. I did get close to finishing it, but I never actually finished because you're on time limit. Of course, I looked for cheats. I tried cheats. I couldn't get him to work. I, um, I was so desperate to try anything. I was downloading people's other people's games. I was doing every crazy thing you could think of. And you did you and try it with the chupacabra? I don't know what that is. That's the joystick I made you. The chupacabra? No, I didn't try it with the chupacabra. You should have tried it with the chupacabra. How would I have tried it with the chupacabra? You plug it into your still adapter. 
A what? The thing you built. The you, Every time we talk about the 2600 USB adapter, you're like, I built one of those. Oh, I lost that. I don't know where it's at. Oh. That's a good idea, though. Oh, yeah. I never thought about that. Anyway, it's hard, y'all. Difficult as heck. I would suggest that you would stick with the uh, trackball. So, moving on. The next thing you've got is the shooting range, okay? You've got to shoot these targets, uh, and they just they just sort of pop up. You, 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 I'm sure you went through and watched all these. Well, you, you know, I've played this game hundreds of times in the arcade. Okay, good. So I knew good, what to expect. You're, you're, you know a lot more about than I do. Explain that shooting, the, second, so, the first shooting set for me. Picture a, uh, a shooting gallery. Uh, where you can see it's sort of a raised third-person perspective, over-the-shoulder perspective. Yeah. And you see a wide swath of grass, beautiful green spectrum grass. And these targets pop up out of nowhere, and they always pop up like maybe like five in a line. Yeah. And there is a little like assist where once you kind of center in on one, if you just hit it over, evens out. Yeah, it evens out. Yeah. And you, just and, gotta, and, and you just hit the button, and you've got to get 40 of these things to pass. And this yeah. is where I could not, I could not go on. Now... Uh, how far can you get in the arcade? In the arcade, I can get past that. I can get past the uh, the over. The, what's the third event called? The, the, well, uh, well, might as well talk about okay. it. The Iron Man. The race. Iron Man. I can get to the Iron Man. I, I don't think I can beat the Iron Man in the arcade. By the way, we should mention that we played uh, 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 the the Olympic Games thing. We played. Uh, I think it was our very first episode, Hypersports. Yeah. Had a shooting element. Mm-hmm. I found that much more fun. Yes, uh, yes. And that it's, game but is it's, great. It's much different than this one. It's a s- similar sort of viewpoint, but uh, it, that's about where the similarities mm-hmm. end. It's, it's. I didn't like this one as much. Yeah. Uh, and I had to go back and play the arcade game and then watch this just to g- try to even have something to talk about because right. I slumped up some bit. So the third one, Iron Man race again. Uh, why? Why would you do this? Uh, this is from a different angle, and you've got to reach. You got to reach the it's goal. It's down. Yeah, a tick attack style. Right. <laughs> oh Lord, you've got to uh, avoid like obstacles and mines. You've got to go through a lake. You, you can either swim in the lake or you can get a boat. All right. I'm assuming you took the boat. I, I always take the boat because your boat. Uh, and and I you've took got my boat for and you've car. got to get across the, uh, the 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 finish line before the time runs out, like you did the first level. Again, I couldn't get past this in the arcade, but I did cheat in the arcade version, and I couldn't even get to this in the Spectre version. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll get back to what as we how we had talked about the, how the transition went later. So after that, you've got another shooting range, but in this one, uh, the you have moving targets. They're like little like robotic tanks or something yeah, come out. Yeah, and this is very. I mean. This it, one's better. This impressed me. Yeah. I like to see these because there, there's an illusion. It's very Space Harrier-esque yeah. of a scaling sprite coming towards you. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. They did a good job. On, on, on the arcade and on this, I thought they did pretty good. This was, I, I thought this was more fun than the first shooting uh, round. Absolutely. Now, this is a wacky one, and I think this doesn't make any sense to be in here. Arm wrestling. Listen, man, when you're in basic... That's what they, the drill sergeant comes out and he's like, and if you really want to get through this thing quick, you better be watch over the top a whole bunch and then then face me. Now you can lose this one and keep on trucking, but you look like a, a jobber well, basically. Yeah. Did you ever beat the guy in arm wrestling? No. Okay. No. I, I I've never gotten this far in either version. And this is one where you just it's just a continual button mashing death. That's all it is. Or joystick swag. There's no skill element involved in in arm wrestling at yeah. all. Now. The third, the next one is the shooting range number three. Now, in this one, you, I like this because you've got your drill sergeant beside you, mm-hmm. and I'll go like, 
fire and mm-hmm. it was like thing and, and it, he'll get burn and it, it and looks it, like a reverse wheel of fortune board yeah sort of. and then and then uh these boards will pop up and mm-hmm. they'll be like one uh, one or two or three will have the little sergeant's like hat or mm-hmm. on it or face. Mm-hmm. Don't shoot that one. Right. You shoot all the other ones. And mm-hmm. so it's this one. It's sort of like uh, what's Hogan's that? Nint- Bank. Yep. Look at you. We're on the same. We got the right. vibes going. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, you, you, there's certain ones you shoot and certain ones you don't shoot. So this is one where you precision is key and yes. and, and, and speed. Absolutely. And again, I didn't like this one either. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but it's still. I mean, it is what it is. So then, once you get through that. Then it's time for the the main event, and then since you mentioned Full Metal Jacket, this is the scene where you uh, shoot the where, drill where sergeant. Where you shoot the drill sergeant and shoot yourself. That's why I wanted to do it the first event. <laughs> no, you you have to fight and beat down your drill sergeant in hand to hand combat. Right now, this I, uh, this I tried, and on the Spectrum version, no, oh, okay. <laughs> no, on the arcade. Okay, and I uh, I never won. And I, so I gave up. So how, what what do you think of this bit? I mean, it's literally, it's you know what it reminded me of was Yar Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. You kind of hop in. It's a lot like a real lame version of Yar Kung yeah, Fu. Did, that's, yeah. did Konami make Yar? I think they did, didn't I they? Think well, they that did. was Data East. I no. think they did. Well, no, because Data East is a U.S. company. I thought Data East did Yar Kung Fu. They might have published it here, but I think it was originally Konami. Oh, well, yeah, maybe. So anyway, th- this was a lamer, stupider. Maybe it was Capcom. No, uh, it was not them. Uh, version of that. So the... <laughs> What's funny about this game is, you in the arcade you have like this graduation ceremony. You don't have it so much on the Spectrum version. In the arcade, it's a pretty elaborate ceremony where that guy's giving a speech, and and everybody throws their hats up in the mm-hmm. air. You know, well, <laughs> then uh, you find out that the president's been kidnapped. Now th- that's sort of where the Spectrum version picks up because you're. Because the throat sergeant says, and this is both because don't be a chicken. So you've just graduated. Time to go rescue the president. This is like the uh, uh, this is the Twilight Zone esque twist at the end of this game. Like mm-hmm. you it think is. you're into combat school, man. I made it. I graduated. Oh, here's a twist. It's you know what it reminded me. It was the Police Academy one. You ever seen that? Hmm. In Police Academy, who's in that? Leslie Nielsen? No, no, no. It has Steve Gutenberg, the guy that makes all the crazy sound effects. I know that in guy. It. What's um, his name? Uh, Michael uh, Michael Winslow. Mac- yes, bam. Yeah, bam. That's it. And uh, also, uh, uh, you know, Hooks and Hightower. Hooks in there? You know, Hooks, a little, the girl, it's like the real high voice. You know, stop her, I'll shoot. The guy from The Graduate. No, it's the guy, the, no, the guy, no. And then the guy from... Uh, Dennis Hopper. No, no, Hooks. Daniel Hooks. Quaid. Hooks. And then it's got uh, the, the football player in it, the big tall guy. The, the fridge? No, he wasn't that tall. He was more fat than tall. There's a great scene. Do you remember? Have you ever seen Police Academy? No. The guy is huge. It's this huge guy, but he doesn't know how to drive, and he can't pass his driving section of his Police Academy training. Okay. So they take him out to practice. All right. Well, he they go get in, uh, in uh, the car, and this guy can't fit in the car. Wow. So he literally cuts off the roof of this car. Oh, I've seen Chuck do that. Drives around. Yeah. It's great. I like that. You should see Police Academy. I, I thought it was pretty funny. Anyway, this reminds me of that. So now these recruits. Are forced to go out and do they and, have to rescue the president? No, the but they have to. They, at, the, at the end of police camp, there's a huge riot, and they send all the police academy guys to go out and just like control the crowd. But the problem is the idiots send them to the wrong spot, and so they're right in the middle of the riot. <laughs> Some of the police academy guys are screaming and running. Some are stealing stuff, and a lot of them are actually trying to fight crime. So in this last bit, uh, you have to go rescue the president from the from the armed terrorists. All right. 
So this turns into sort of a ripoff of of kung fu, you know, or, or, uh, you know, kung fu fighter, where you where you go across the screen. Yeah, kind of. You know, yeah, guess, all yeah. you need is and you know, and and so that, and you run across and you beat the crap out of these guys. And and something that they add that's different is you have to also avoid fire and these guys lob like rocks yeah. and stuff and you sort of have to move there's, there's more variety in this than in kung fu oh yeah 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 and then at some point your guy will shimmy on a pipe or whatever mm. and he's wailing on these guys no gun of course and then the, once you get past the alley and the buildings and it goes through like multiple buildings and stuff then you get toward the bit where you actually go in and fight this big guy sort of like the it's sort of like fighting the uh your instructor you beat his honey, and then you've rescued the president, mm-hmm. and then a game's You're over. Out for hamburgers. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, it is sort of bad duty. Now think about it. And so it this duty is right. You know, I had not played this like you and Brent, and so this was a. Uh, I enjoyed the story and some of this game. The problem is the game. So let's talk about the spectrum conversion in detail. Uh, what did you think about the graphics and sound in this? This did not have sound like you would expect in every Spectrum tile. Well, this is a 128K game. Yeah, it was good. So the sound's great. Yeah. The music, however, the music started to wear on me the 87th time that I did the Obstacle Wars. Well, that's because that's you're so, no good. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the music is great. I mean, yeah. And again, you know, we say the music is great because we haven't played a whole lot of Spectrum games with music at all. And yeah. so this was like a symphony from the gods. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it good. was so good. Good yeah. tune. I was actually yeah. humming it the other night. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. So what did you think? Of, now, you, of course, you've played, you've intimately played, I don't like the way it's that sound. You've got, it, you've got a sleek nighty on and played <laughs> Combat School in the arcade. What did you think about this game's uh, making the home version here? Well, you know, they say there's nothing like a good waggler. And well, this is nothing like a good waggler. Well, um, this is a horrible game. It's a horrible game. <laughs> to, to I mean, it's it's the worst. It's the dirt worst waggler I've ever played in my life, because they don't tell you that you need to do three sixties on the stick. Whenever well, that, you're, if you yeah. read the instructions, which I printed out, they do tell Listen, you. Listen, any game where they do the 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 QWOP and they expect you to to do a three sixty, that's no good. That's no good. <laughs> they should have made this game like track and field, which is what the arcade game is like, where you go back and forth like a good boy until you get to the end. Okay, the Iron Man—they shouldn't have made that a waggler at all. They should have made that like an endless runner, where you're propelled forward with your legs in a running like motion, and you have to dodge the obstacles. The arm wrestling game should not have been in there at all. They should have taken that out. I thought you said that was that fit the motif. You tell you, you after I bad mouth that you're like, no, it's great. The arm game is crap. Okay, <laughs> they should have gone. Here's the here's the proper sequence of events. Yeah. Okay, you got the obstacle course. Yeah. Okay, shooting range. Which which one? The first one. Uh-huh. I'm fine with the shooting range. Iron Man. Okay. Tank shooting range. All right. So far, you haven't changed anything. Okay. Yeah. Battle with the instructor. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then the you, the instructor's defeated, laying there, and yeah. he's like, "That's you've got one more thing to do. Yeah, you need to be tested to see if you're ready for the real world. Yeah, go to the third shooting range, and then you see. And they should have changed the third shooting range to make it less lame. They should have had like cardboard cutouts of civilians and crap like that. Okay, yeah. you beat the third shooting range. That's also like Police Academy. Then you like- go to the uh then you go to the graduation ceremony they should have left that in it's 128k baby you should have been able to fit in the graduation ceremony then you go to the kung fu master stage kung fu master stage quite nice i of course i didn't play it but i watched it and it's very well done you know 
all this game is 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 aggressively monochrome. It looks good, um, but it's, it's it, yeah. it reminds me of what it reminds me of those Mac games. Me and Britt played Absolutely. at one time. It's like a Dark Castle vibe. Yeah, and so, but um, but this is uh, it's it's that part of the game is <laughs> fine. Aggressively monochrome. <laughs> I'm gonna have that written on my tombstone. <laughs> this man was aggressively monochrome. You know, I think this game. Getting back to, I mean, I think the transition was good. It looks good. The whole game looks good. I thought they did a good job. Arm wrestling, everything. They got color in some of it. It's not all monochrome. This part is that with the end boss, but the uh, there's you know they got grass and stuff. It looks pretty good. They Sounds good. The problem this game has is is the waggling. Is and I only had keyboard. Okay, so and I was I was boned. And yeah. I trust me. I don't want people to think. Oh, he phoned this one in. Folks, ladies and gentlemen, I tried every conceivably wacky thing I could do to, I it, I'm, and Shane will admit this, but I'm emulating this on the computer. I hooked up two keyboards and put the jump button on a wireless keyboard on the floor that I was tapping with my toe. Well, well, you know, I was thinking about this. Remember that racing game that we played where you could simulate a joystick by taking a roll of electrical tape and rolling it over the keys on the keyboard? No, don't remember that. Well, they could have done something similar if you could have taken that same roll of electrical tape and somehow mapped your keys in a row and just, you know, one of these. Well, I didn't have that thought, to be honest with you. Mm. That's a little bit out of my league. We should probably mention before we completely sum it up uh, that this game, uh, published by Ocean and released... It was coded in by uh, some uh, guys that we've ran into in the past. Uh, uh, coded by Mike Lamb. Mm-hmm. Uh, he worked on the Arkanoids, Batman the Movie, uh, Pool, Renegade, and Target Renegade, Robocop, Top Gun, and Le Mans. So we've ran into some of those. Another, The other guy that coded it was Andrew uh, Deacon. Did Adam's Family. Uh, Athena. I love the name of this one. Labyrinthian, Labyrinthian, mm. <laughs> yeah, Mega. Seems like they tried a little too hard. Mega Bucks, one. Operation Thunderbolt, and Wolf, and Rambo, and Robocop Two. So he did a lot of stuff, and then graphics by a fellow named Ivan Horn, who did exactly the same stuff as Deacon. So I guess yeah. they worked the together. The graphics are quite good in this. And the music was done by David Whitaker. We ran into on both on Amigos and this. He did. Uh, he's done a ton of stuff. He did Dizzy, Guys or Loops, and he also did Shadow of the Beast, if you'll recall. So he, he knows what he's doing. Um, the, again, you mentioned this is this is a 48k slash 128k. I believe there were two versions of this. I played the 128. Yeah, I, I believe they were on two different sides of the tape. Um, you've got it had a bunch of different interface uh, controls, but good luck you on could, that. You could use the Kimston. You could yeah. use the cursor. You yeah, could I, use the keyboard. Interface two. Interface two. I don't know what that is. Yeah, you don't, well, don't really know. Do it. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Um, this was originally uh, sold for eight, basically right around eight pound, fifteen pound for the disc version. That's the big money. That yeah, is. And then uh, the budget price for this thing three three pound. So not too bad. It also came with a demo version of Gryz of Gryzor mm. as well. So hey, there you go, added bonus. Now, uh, getting back to the actual gameplay, this I wanted to play this in the worst way. This is right up our alley. Right. It's everything we, we love. We love these games. And we play a lot of this waggling crap. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, listen, I played Decathlon for years in the Atari 2600, so I know how to waggle a yeah. thing or two. Yeah, that, that 4.6 thousand meter event at the end. If you spent, by the way, the Iron the Iron Man race should have been at the end of the game and then the instructor fight. They got oh, that wrong. Okay. So, okay. Well, how, how would you lay it out then? If it was me, it'd be, it'd be first of all, I would have, the first thing I'd do is not have the control suck. Okay. okay? But that much said. It'd be uh, obstacle course, shooting range one, uh, 
arm wrestling, shooting range two, then the uh, then the Iron Man, I guess, then shooting range three, and then the fight with the with the guy. I really, I'd like to have the Iron Man race at at the end before the fight, but you have to break up all the shooting. Yeah, too much shooting in this, not enough. I mean, come on. Can't you come up with some other stuff? Listen, man. It's the Army. You know, yeah, but the Army does that thing with the sticks. You know, the like, Kugel sticks? Yeah, like the... That was when the Army was training people for American Gladiators. Oh, they still do it. No, they, they don't. still do They're, it. They don't use Kugel sticks. Oh, anymore. yeah. My buddies, they use it. They use it. Or how about the throwing grenades? Something yeah. like that. Okay, I'd, I'd accept You know, that. come on, man. I, I think the people that made this hadn't... I mean, come on. Boating and swimming in water. They're not doing that. <laughs> come on. This is, what are we doing here? We're going to get a canoe? You know what are we doing? We inv- we invade. We try to invade the Sioux. That's usually how we invade is by canoe. What, by canoe. <laughs> no, that's why me and you don't run the army right there. Listen, we're gonna take the beaches with this canoe. We'd be dead a million times. Uh, but anyway, I agree with what you said. The controls suck. And if, by the way, if you bought this for fifteen bucks, fifteen pounds, and you're like, I'm just gonna play this on my keyboard. I don't have a Kimston. Your bone, oh, sir. Bone. I tell you, money away at that point. I can't wait to get my own Specky up and running, so I can actually play this crap with a proper joystick. I'm about to get all the same crap you got, though. Mm-hmm. Additional baloney and the yep. crap to stick in the dude. You don't have the additional baloney. Well, no, it's not even worth. Yeah, trying. but I mean, effectively, what I'm going to have is just the old spec, the old smaller Specky with mm. nothing. But I, by God, I'll put some work into it just so I can have a joystick. So anyway. Uh, I was. Oh, I've got a jo- I've got a spare joystick adapter. Oh, Remind sweet, me to give that good to deal. You. So, anywho, there you go. Now, you know, so I guess we could both agree we liked every part of this game except for the actual game, which right. was unplayable. Yes. All right, there we go. Um, the world of Spectrum folks, they saw it a different way, boat. Eight point oh two on this one out of ten. Interesting. Yeah, uh, the uh, uh, computer and video game crew gave it eight out of ten. Crash gave this a 93%. Massive. Which means this would have been a crash smash, no doubt. Uh, Sinclair User gave this a 9 out of 10, and your Sinclair gave it a 9 out of 10. We did get some user reviews. Oh, I had no doubt. If you will pass me your phone, because our phone is currently (laughs) used as a streaming device. Okay, I happen to have these reviews standing by here, so let me grab them real quick. Uh, The, you know, the thing about it is, these reviews are way too high, Boat, in my opinion. (laughs) <laughs> what do you think? The right, actual. We'll, we'll pass that over here. We'll, here you we'll, go. we'll read them up real quick. Oh, that's whoops. That's you had to go the right. That's all right. right, I, got, right I, got, I got the right channel here. Um, so we we did get a couple of these. Uh, Chris Fold says, "Combat school. My arm hurts. It really hurts. <laughs> yeah. I remember this being rock solid from back in the day, but with these old arthritic arms, it is too much for me. The first event requires insane waggling and timing schools." The non-waggling events, the non-waggling events are simple and fun, but I just don't have the stamina for this one. A few tweaks to the difficulty level, and it could have been great. Five out of ten. Mm. And our newest Clive's Club member, Paul, aka Hermski, the Herm, the Herm, he says six out of ten. It's a score right up front. Yeah, we're beating around the bush. No. I was never a fan of the button mashing games, but I remember playing this title purely for the shooting trials. However, getting there was a frustrating, tiresome pain. As a 1987 game, I was expecting more, but for me, it didn't hold the same appeal as the earlier DT games. Not sure what he means. Daily Thompson. Oh, man. You're on it. The final end mission was a bonus. If you had any energy left, putting everything you'd learned into practice. The Iron Man race mode made me chuckle watching the way the sprites animate whilst running. He looks like he's literally running in commando. 
<laughs> so, and as always, if you're a, a member of our Discord channel by being a Patreon supporter, you can post your own review for us to read on the show. So yeah, Combat School. Eh. Is it the biggest disappointment of the show? No, 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 no. The biggest? Uh, it is pretty disappointing, though, isn't it? Yeah, because we played games that are worse than this. We Listen, does anyone in the world love event games more than me and no. you? We're the biggest... We are total marks for these sorts of games. Right. And so when I've got one here, it looks good. I want to play it. But I can't because it doesn't work right with the controls. It, yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe this is the most disappointing I've been. I believe it. I believe it. This is the AGA of Oh, jeez. Uh, Would games. you just let it go? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. This was actually chosen for us by none other than Boss Man. Boss Man chose this one for us. Come Paul on, Boss. Harrington. Um, And uh, we should probably take a... a, a a time to recognize the uh, people that make this show happen, the uh, Iris Sinclair Patreon supporters. We have a new Clive's Club member this week, Paul Davies, a.k.a. Hermski. We welcome him to the fold. Welcome aboard, Herm. Yeah. And if you would like to support Iris Sinclair, you can go over to patreon.com slash Sinclair and uh, help keep the show on the air. Yeah. Just like these guys. You got Hermski, Andrew Waite, David Spencer, Captain Chris, Laurent Giroux, Gary Heather, Eric Nelson, Harbo Knot, Graham Vebke, Frodo NL, Tapes from the Crypt, Pixels at Dawn, Chris Folds, Paul Harrington, and Christopher Hassel. You know, before we move out the door here, I meant to ask you, uh, is this amongst your wealth of tapes? Uh, I don't believe that I own Combat School. Well, if you wanted to buy it, Boat, how much do you think you'd pay on eBay? You want to take a guess? I'm going to guess that this one is... Oh, it's expensive. I would not have guessed that. No, my that. fingers are hurting. I don't okay. Know that's, that's your, your, two to four bucks. You're ringing the... Two to four bucks. Terry loves it when you do that. I know, I know. Two to four bucks. Two I was, I was just tricking you with the oh, money symbol. Yeah, you did trick me. Two to four bucks. Two so you could bucks. own this one, Bode. I'm going to have to check the grand collection over there. You could own it so you could kick it. Yeah. That's when these tapes are just the right size to drop kick. You know, I, I thought... It, I briefly considered becoming a punter. You in, did? In, in football. I'd say if you're going to play football, that's where I'd put you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I went away from the action. Or guy that holds the towel. What's that guy called? Towelboy? Towelboy. Yeah. Towelboy. It's sort of, it's a dual role. If they had Hunter that kind of position boy. in combat, like the guy that wipes the soldier's brow, we could be in. Yeah. Or you could be in the band. I could be in the band. You know, so I'm watching a great series on uh, YouTube, and it's a guy who goes by World War One week by week. Billy. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. Why do you never send me these links? They're on there. It's uh, it's on our account. account. Anyway, uh, there was a uh, the uh, Austro-Hungary army, I believe it was. They had some real problems. They're, they they're, they were no good. Mm. Okay, and during one of the battles, their their generals thought it would inspire the men if they would have a, a full band to play inspiring music while they fought. The problem is they didn't have half of them didn't have weapons. Like they were gro- out- outmanned. Like they had all these problems. They were walking in knee deep mud, and so they, as they went out and got <laughs> slaughtered, this band played uplifting. Play my heart will go on. <laughs> that's that's what we could do right there. I think I found our role in the military right there. Losers sides band. You know when you're third or fourth trumpet, fourth chair trumpet in that band, you know that's when you really hit the skids in your military career. It's that's love- right in the Austria-Hungary Empire band. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the A H E B. That's right, man. Fighting Eagles. <laughs> Next week, Aaron, um, I'm going to Ireland. I heard that. If you heard, 
Uh, next week is Amiga Ireland, Europe's premier Amiga event. Some people think it's in Naus or Amiga 34 in Germany. No. They got nothing. There was no boat at this particular event. They got nothing on Amiga Ireland. Who are some of the? Who's going to be at this thing? You got you. Yeah. Is is, is Dan and Ravi going to this event? Dan, Dan Wood, Ravi Abbott, both Marge those guys. Charge. I believe Pixels at Dawn is Pixels going to this. Pixels at Dawn is going to be there. Yeah, he's Chris a big, he's a big deal. We'll be there. Mr. Pleasance. Mr. Pleasance. Graham W. Vebke. The Fig. The Figgy Fig CTZ. is going to be there. The beard of the show. I think Rushi's going to be there. Rushi's going to be there. Um, let's see who else is going to be there. Um, Graham, did we say Graham yeah, already? He's going to be there twice. He's going to be there twice. Uh, Trevor Dickinson, the new Amiga connoisseur, the Trev. Yeah. Uh, David Haney, the creator of the uh, the what we call Workbench, but actually has a different name. It's the thing we call Workbench. Man, that's yeah. You know, and you're going to be actually participating in some of the uh, on stage F again this year. Now, I can't forget the uh, the the biggest star. Yeah. The, this guy. The biggest star. The biggest star. Bigger than Mr. Pleasant? Yeah. I'm talking about the one and only, the originator of the man cave, Edvin Helen. Edvin Helen coming out of the cave. Yeah, he's coming out of the cave. He comes out once a year for a special appearance. And whenever he enters the room, this is what happened last year. Okay, he walked in and everything stopped. Yeah. And you just heard people whisper, Edvin's here. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah it was one of those And that's deals. how it was. Yeah. You know, there are so many. We don't even know. I mean, I'm not even sure who all is coming from that. We know our personal buddies from the Discord. But it, and there are lots of luminaries. It's going to be a huge deal. Yeah. And so you're going to be going. You're going to be representing us in this illustrious event. And what you've done to me uh, as it, retain, it pertains to this show is I will be forced to set in and perform R. Sinclair with the Brent. The Brent. So, so both... Glorious 24-hour party of fun and joy with kebabs, luminaries. Kebabs flowing like water. And me, our Sinclair, our beloved Sinclair, and I've got to endure the Brent. But Brent will be taking a baby step into the realm of the Sinclair. This, I believe that this is going to be the very first time that Brent uh, steps into the role of host of our Sinclair. Yeah, and I don't know. I'm trying to think if we've played anything on the show I think we have played some stuff on ARG Persons that was on the on the ZX. So Brent, I think, has dipped his toe in the pool a bit. But this is a full-on plunge. What are we playing, Boat? We are going to be playing Rainbow Island. Oh, okay. Boy, and you're you're missing out on that one, aren't you? That's this, one of your favorite is, this games. This is two weeks that's killing me on Amigos. We're doing... You know how long it's been since we've done a wrestling game on I'm Amigos? So, I'm sorry. Well, maybe you can, you can do a little baby report. You can put it up later. And... Rainbow Islands, just a killer arcade game. Yeah, it's gonna um, be so. it's gonna be quite a weekend, that's yeah. for sure. So we're gonna be taping R. Sinclair and Amigos uh, directly after ARG presents a week from. Uh, well, I don't know when this when this come out. Uh, it'll be it'll, it'll be, be it'll be the Sunday after you hear this. That's right. You will be on. So just tune in for ARG. Stay for everything else. So really, stay for ARG. Watch the other things you like, <laughs> and hopefully the our hillbilly internet will stand up. We'll see how good. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, guys. We will see you next week. And until then, rewind tape and press play.